My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Hey, everybody. It's Becca Shea from Seven Figure Flipping here. As you may or may not know, I run the membership department for our mastermind. And I'm also a real estate investor myself. And I was asked to do a podcast today about taking action because if you talk to any of my friends or any of our members, you will know that I am kind of the queen of accountability and it's time to put your money where your mouth is. All right. The time to dream is over. The time to do is now. So how do you go about doing that? Right. You just listen to a bunch of these podcasts telling you all kinds of amazing information that will make you lots of money in real estate investing. Now the problem is what do you do with all that? How do you make sense of it? How do you move forward? And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So we have two programs for rehabbing and wholesaling in our mastermind, the runway group and the altitude group. And these are two distinct different people. And I'm going to talk to both of you. So the runway group I have found, these are the types of people who maybe have never done real estate investing before, or have done it once and twice, once or twice. They have the knowledge or they know where to get the knowledge. They know in their head that they can do what needs to be done, but their heart just doesn't quite believe it. And then we've got our altitude group and our altitude group has been doing deals consistently. They know in their head, like technically that this works and they make money. And they also know in their heart because they've done it enough times that they can do it more and they can grow and they can scale and they can systemize, be more efficient. So those are my two different people I'm going to talk to. And I want this to be interactive. I want you to take a minute right now and go and get a notebook because I'm going to walk you through an exercise um, designed to help you take action. All right, so you can listen to this podcast now, stop it, record it, come back, but we're just going to take a few minutes here and I just want to walk you through this exercise. First, for the first group, the people who know in your head where the resources are, that it works for other people and maybe don't believe that it will work for them, let's start with you, okay? The first thing you need to know is you're not going to do it all at once and that's okay. You can do everything you want, you just can't do it all at once. That's what we say a lot. You got to start with the basics. So in your notebook, what I want you to do is write down a time in your life when you started something that you didn't know how to do before. Just take a few minutes. And I want you to write, what were you afraid of before you started doing that? Because we all have fears before we start something new. Change is scary. It is hard to do. And we all have fears. And I'm going to end this with a little story about a recent time when I started something new. So what fears did you have? Why did you do it? What made you make the decision to, to say, you know what, I know I'm scared, but I'm still going to move forward. Why did you do it? What was so important to you about doing that thing? What went horribly wrong or what unforeseen thing popped up during that circumstance uh, that you had to deal with that you couldn't have known when you set out to do that new thing? How did you recover from it? What went right? Because inevitably, when we learn new things, some things go right out. We learn some lessons from it. We get some new friends. We make some relationships. We make some money, right? What went right? Now you've proven to your head, once you take the time to write all that stuff down, you've just proven that you are capable of doing new things. You've done it in the past, and you can do it again. And I know you can, because our life is made up of chapters of us starting new things over and over and over again. 
So now you need to take action. You can write down the answers to those questions, at least the first couple for real estate investing and what you want to do next. And I'm going to tell you for our runway group, over hundred people raised their hands to say, I want to take some action. I'm ready. I want to go on this journey with you. And we said to them, look, we are further down the road than you are. And we know where you need to focus right now. And I'm going to give you that nugget as well. You need to make offers. The fundamental building block of any real estate investing career is making offers, whether that's multifamily, wholesaling, rehabbing, even like private money lending. You got to put yourself out there and say, here's what I'm willing to do. Will you accept it? And just to give you a little example of how this showed up in my world lately, um, I love camping. So I have rehabbed over 60 houses. I've wholesaled 120 deals. Along the way, I've picked up 12 single family rentals. I have invested in some multifamily syndications. And this year I was like, I want to take all the things that I know how to do. And I want to really leverage it, real estate investing with my passion of camping. I think I want to buy a campground. And I just kind of put that out there to the universe. I want to do this. I started talking about it with people. I started running numbers. I started learning about campground investing. Um, and my sister, bless her heart, sent me an amazing little um, defunct campground of 14 cottages really nearby me, 20 minutes away from me. And so I went out, I looked at it, I evaluated, I ran the numbers and I was like, man, if this was such a good deal, why hasn't somebody else bought it? And then I realized they just didn't have the vision that I had. So then I started running through the numbers and I went to some people in our group and I said, can you run through this analysis with me? Make sure it makes sense. They said, yes, I got to yesterday. And I was like, I could not pull the trigger on making the offer. You want to know why? I couldn't pull the trigger because I was scared the seller was going to say yes. The fear that was holding me back was not the fear that this campground wasn't going to work out. The fear that was holding me back was what if they say yes to my offer and then I'm obligated to do something with it. I was terrified. And you know how I got through it? I reached out to my accountability group. We happened to meet and I said, here's what I want to do. Here's the numbers. What do you guys think? And they were like, those numbers make sense. Uh, you should do it. And then they said, when are you going to make your offer buy? So that is my last piece of advice to you. Find an accountability partner. Find someone, whether it's in our um, Facebook public group, Seven Figure Flipping and Wholesaling, just find someone who's willing to check in with you and help you move forward and help you get past that fear. And so guess what? Last night, I did put the offer in. I called the seller. I verbally gave him the offer of $600,000. By the way, this will be a $1.2 million project when it's done, which is definitely the biggest project that I've personally done. And he verbally accepted. So you can do it too. And just know that everyone has fears, even me. I've been doing real estate investing for eight years and I still get a little scared, but the only way that you make forward progress is by actually taking the action. And now I wanna talk a little bit to the people who've taken the action and know they can do it and are in that like grow phase, right? You, you want to do more, you know you can do more, you know you're capable of more. So when new Altitude members come into our group, it's open year round and they have a launch call with our team where they get shown all the tools and resources, but then they get scheduled for an hour long call with me or someone like me. Um, and I ask them the same couple questions because it's so important for you before you take action to understand why you're doing this. So I always start by saying, by the end of this call, I wanna figure out why do you wanna do more? Why do you wanna grow? Why is this important to you? And then we're gonna set parameters for like, what's the maximum amount of of growth you need to have in the next year to feel like it was a smashing success. And then what's the minimum viable growth, right? Like if you rehabbed eight houses last year 
And you're like, next year, I want to rehab 50. And I'm like, that would be so awesome. We would love to get you to 50 houses. But like, what's the minimum number of houses that to rehab next year that would feel like a success in your growth journey? And then they say something like mm, 20, right? I want to go from eight to 20, but I would love to get up to 50. And then I say, great, if we can get you between 20 and 50, that would be amazing. So in order to get to this part in the conversation, the first thing I have them do is tell me their real estate bio. So for you guys with your notebooks right now, I would like you to write out your biography of how you got into real estate investing. Just like I told you, my name is Becca Shea. I started real estate investing in 2013 when my third daughter was born. And you just go on and you tell the story to yourself. Remind yourself of all the progress you've made. And then I ask, what does your business look like? What have you done in the past 12 months? How many wholesale deals? How many rehabs? How many private lending things? And then how much money have you made on each of them? What is your total gross revenue for the past 12 months? And what is your total net? Because that is super important that you know those numbers. So it might look like something like, uh, well, I rehabbed eight houses in the last year and we averaged $30,000 profit. So we netted $240,000 because that is typically how rehabbers talk, wholesalers talk in gross revenue numbers. So write that down. What have you done in the past 12 months? What does your current team look like? Is it just you? Do you have a virtual assistant? Do you have someone answering the phones? Do you have someone going on appointments? Do you have a project manager? Do you have a GC? Write down what your current team looks like. Then the next thing that you're going to write down is your superpower. What are you really good at? What is the thing that you do that makes your company the most money? For me, project management is my superpower. And so the thing that I would do that would make my company the most money was keeping track of all the timelines, because for every day that we held a rehab property, it was costing us money. For every day that the rehabber, that the um, construction company didn't get their work done, they were potentially, and I paid them for work they didn't do, then I was losing money, right? So project management is how I made the most money for my company. For a lot of people, especially wholesalers, sales is it. They love the art of the deal. They are phenomenal at buying and selling properties. If that's your superpower, how can you lean into that in the next 12 months? And then why is this important? If you do more or you do a different thing in your life, what is going to change for you? How will your life be different? In my world, I got into real estate investing because I was a mechanical engineer before this. And as a mechanical engineer, I made good money. Uh, I worked 40 to 60 hours a week. I was traveling 70% of the time. I had three weeks of vacation and it wasn't about the money for me, but what was important to me, what drove me on this journey was that I could make the same amount of money using my brain, using my assets and the skills that I've been given, but I wanted time freedom and I wanted stewardship freedom because when you are only have three weeks of vacation every year, uh, the idea of going on a mission trip, taking a week to go on a mission trip, um, it was just, I just could never justify it. My kids would say, I want to go to the beach or we want to go visit Nana, right? The idea of going on a mission trip was never there. And I was like, I want that. I want that time freedom. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to camp. Um, and so we just rolled out this seven figure foundation at Flip Hacking Live. So that's why that was my why that was dri what's driving me for why I want to be successful in my role for why I want to have my real estate investments so that my family's financial needs can be met so that if I want to take two months and go camping, I can, right? So why is it important? What will look different in your life? I hope that this has been a really good exercise for you to do. Um, I just want to say you've been given a ton of knowledge and the thing that separates the successful people 
from the not successful people is the ability to take action on that knowledge. And so now you have a decision. Are you going to be successful or not?